0: You're listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 280. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity with a special focus on helping artists confidently and consistently sell their creations to their ideal collectors online. Intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey, both personally and professionally, enjoy and thank you for listening. Hi, hello, it's Marisa. I uh, mistakenly waited to record this on the afternoon of July 4th, which when you're living in Los Angeles, um people think it's okay to just have fireworks right next door. Yes. Woo. I think I've talked about this somewhere and you know, it is pretty amazing that we can see fireworks sometimes very close and it's also really startling and uh, not a good idea since Los Angeles is in a bit of a drought right now. So I was trying to record around these uh, booms that are going off, which can someone explain to me why anyone wants to light a firework in the daytime? Anyone? (laughs) Anyone? We can't see anything. I guess it's just equally about the, it's as important. The noise is as important as the visual. Is that, is that what I am to understand that it's about creating a lot of sound as well? Okay, I get it. <laughs> and I'm moving on. And if the microphone picks up any loud booms behind me, all is well. And we are starting today with a new episode, another edition of Creative Business Coaching over Coffee. And let's just say, actually, it's very well-timed that I have fireworks going in the background. I was very fired up at the beginning of this episode because right before I went live, I stumbled across another live broadcast with two very well-respected women leaders, and I was really shocked at what they were suggesting around if I understood them correctly, which I wasn't there. I didn't get to ask them directly But if I understood what they were saying, they were suggesting that maybe, you know, not trying to turn your passion into something that makes you money. And I thought, oh no, oh no, what's that? What's that uh, Instagram reel or TikTok sound? Oh no, oh no, oh no, 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 no. Let's not keep having this conversation. It's taken years for people to get to a place where they actually believe that it is possible to make a living, let's say specifically those of us who are artists. And if we start to even make this suggestion, then someone listening who's about to have the courage to do something that is meant for them may stop. And I cannot let that happen. So in the opening of This coaching call, I talked to you about some of my philosophies on that and also how my experience was very different. How money, making money with what I love and wanting to build a business doing work I love every day was a huge motivator for me and actually got me got me going on what has been a calling of mine. So please promise me that when people just, you know, leaders of all kinds were well-intended and, well... I always end up telling you a little bit about the episode before we get into it, so I talk to you about that. I just want you to practice listening with discernment always, including on this episode. And then I am joined by one of our longtime founding Expansive Artist members, Laura Schrader, came on and bravely coached with me and just opened up so vulnerably about as she called it, her failures that were happening just recently within her business. And we talked through that and there's a little bit of a twist in that. Are they really failures? I beg to differ. So I want you to enjoy this episode. I want you to keep believing in yourself. Know that I am here for you, supporting you, and also you can find Laura Schrader at Lulu Sews, L-U-L-U-S-E-W-S. If you want to find out about Laura's work, she is a quilting artist and I love all the pieces she creates and she's also teaching quilting. So if you're wanting to learn, you definitely want to check Laura out. Also... The Red Dot Society, if you would like to learn more about coaching with me before the close of 2022 in a very small group environment where you get private coaching, you get consulting, and I'm going to help you be ready for a holiday season in a way that you never have either by getting yourself ready if you're finally pulling all of this together and you need that extra support and motivation to take it to the finish line and by all of this i mean your online shop i mean you're dialing in your social media presence inviting people to your email list like i am going to invite you now Uh, just send me a DM on Instagram. Be sure that you are on the creativethursday.com email list. That's probably the best place to go and join us there. And reach out with any questions that you have. Spaces are starting to fill at the time of this recording. I don't know for certain that we will still have spaces open, but we might. And so don't hesitate to get in touch. I'm going to leave you with this one last tip before we dive in today's episode. And that is when you need help, ask. It's really important that we learn to get out of our I don't know how best to describe it. There's sort of a shyness where so often I see people with amazing, amazing experience and knowledge and expertise ask a room, a virtual room of people if they need any help. And, and people don't, they don't take them up on it. They don't ask. They're intimidated maybe. They don't want to appear like they don't know what they're doing. I don't know. But get over it because we are here for you. A good mentor loves you already, just wants the best for you and wants to help you. And, you know, for the longest time I have, well, I have mostly been someone that sort of waits for the other person to ask. And then I learn based upon what they ask. And then once I really was investing in myself in the way that I am, I'm like every opportunity I have to get a question answered by the person that I've trusted to invest in and get their expertise, oh, I am on it. I'm not missing it for a minute. And I know the feeling. I remember feeling kind of intimidated and not really wanting to ask. And so ask. And if you are wondering, is this right for me? Is this in my budget? Just ask because you are... Saying to yourself that you are worth that extra support. These, they feel like these minute steps that you're making, and they are so much bigger than that. They, each time that you go for something that you want, that you feel a little bit brave uh, about your next move, so to speak, whether you're reaching out to somebody, whether you're posting something for the first time, whether you're claiming your life as an artist for the first time, every single step counts and it's cumulative and and it matters. So when someone's perhaps on Instagram, they are offering to coach you. Come on and accept, right? I do understand that it requires a certain bit of bravery, but that's what this business requires, right? That's what being an artist and building a business around it. And yes, you can make money and let's keep that conversation going. And if it isn't right for you, that's okay. It doesn't need to be your path either, but you owe it to yourself to try. So I, for one, am always here to support you. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy my coaching episode and enjoy my conversation with Laura. Hey, welcome to Creative Business Coaching over coffee. Today, before we get started, I got a couple announcements for you. But since I'm all about my artisan mugs, and once again, oh, there is a signature, but not one that I can remember. This was an Etsy seller years ago. Just going to hold this up. Look, this was hand-drawn. I think these are badgers and a little campfire. These are these are drawn, I believe, with those uh, pens that you can put onto a ceramic or glass surface. And yes, i put it in the dishwasher. Yes, it is still one of my favorite mugs. I wish that I could recognize the name of the artist because you know I'm all about that. Put your names, artists, put your names clearly along with your brand name, along with your website so that people can find it easily, refer you easily, And I do remember that this artist eventually closed her shop, which I was sad about because I always had, I always wanted more (laughs) of her things. She used to make these little polymer clay figurines. I have one, I'll get it for you next time. Anyway, cheers with a morning coffee. So I have some thoughts for you and then this is creative business coaching over coffee. So I would love to invite you to come and chat with me today. I was, the last two weeks for me have been intensive learning because as I've been talking a lot about, and it's not just because I have my own group coaching program that is reopening in July, it's because I know how valuable this is. When you reach a certain level in your business and you're like, okay, I'm in, I'm moving forward, (laughs) hopefully you can hear me. Um, I'm ready to like commit to this in a whole new level. You recognize that learning gets you so far, right? You have to find mentors that you can actually talk with, that you can work through things with, and ideally also a mentor who can coach you beyond just the practical logistics of what we all know to do in business, but why don't we do it? right? That's a conversation that we have a lot these days because the information is everywhere. You can piece it together. You can figure it out. It just becomes, you can figure it out on your own. It becomes a question of time and thanks computer notification. It becomes a question of time and uh, speed that you want to get things done. So, the past two weeks have been intensive learning with two of the mentors that I've invested in. And it's just every time I spend those days, and trust me, there are those moments where I'm like, do I have time for this? I have to like be running my business. And every time I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so great. I don't know what I would do without this. I don't know why I didn't do this for so very long it really held me back. There are two things that really held me back. One was not getting the support I needed soon enough. Two was not investing in mentors, um, even outside the art world. And I only say this because unfortunately, and that's what I want to talk to you about before we get into coaching. So many artists are still holding on to a belief that they can't make money. And uh, I heard it this morning, I was listening to two inspiring conversations today, one on Instagram Live, one on, on money, actually, money, making money as an entrepreneur. And the conversation earlier, hopefully we'll be able to do this live, it keeps pausing. Let me know if you can hear me okay. Yes, Margarita, great to see you. The conversation came up that you, you can't, people are getting tired of people saying, oh, well, follow your passions. It's going to work out. And, you know, um, I know, too, for myself, the whole, um, what is it? I always forget all my metaphors, uh, you know, take a, a, a leap and the net will catch you. Well, sometimes it doesn't but I still believe in a follow your passion for sure. And I believe that you can equate your passion to your money, to your self-reliance, to your income. And I think that what continues to trip us up, uh, both creatives, and I'm also gonna say women, because I tend to hear this more from women than I do men, is that we think that if we follow our passion and we relate it to our work, that somehow that's gonna put all this pressure on it. And as artists especially, why would we do that? Because it might stifle the soul of the work that we do. This may be true for you. Here's one thing I wanna say to you on this too. There's a lot of people beautiful people sharing their experiences, insight, inspiration. And a lot of those people are sharing from their experience, not a lot, all of those people. And so I'm going to remind you what I'm sharing always, whether it's in a podcast, which it's Creative Thursday with Marisa, there's a new podcast up today. We put the coaching week from last week up if you missed that. Whether I share with you here on a live, whether I share with you in the expansive artists or artful selling where I teach, or in the group coaching, this is my based on my experience. It is one way, one path. So I encourage you when you are listening to a lot of people out there, learn how to pull. What- just in case that paused again, (laughs) learn how to pull what it is that speaks to you. Just be aware also, if you are listening with an open mind or a fearful mind, because that makes a huge difference. Just a side note, stay open. Because a lot of times our judgy self is really our fearful self. Like, oh, we don't want to hear this because, oh my goodness, you know this is really activating for me. And then we make opinions about what people say when the truth is if someone is out there sharing and you trust that they are sharing from their honest experience, they have something worth listening to, right? If they are inspiring for you. But what I want to really highlight in this is that we don't want to assume that there's one way and there's only one way and that the bigger your voice is, well, then your voice must be right that's not necessarily true so just always keep that discernment keep stay open and coachable and keep discernment about what's going to work for you so coming back to this thought of does your art connected to money which i literally just heard this this morning um have the potential to ruin your art, these are my words, not what I heard, but kind of take the soul out of your art, Um, the answer could be yes, right? But I'm going to tell you from my experience, the answer was totally the opposite. Now, because I had to make money, because I was determined that I was going to do work that I loved in this life, because I lost my dad when I was 19, I did not have Um, What I now consider or not, that's a perspective, right? Sort of the luxury of just not being affected by that kind of intense loss so early. That loss is what propelled me to say, I am not doing anything in this life that I don't wanna do. And I I am willing to give it my all to create a life that I love and that I want. Now, has this been easy? No. It has not. Especially when I started this journey, a whole bunch of people still believe this isn't possible for you. And it kind of saddens me to hear anyone's kind of put that out in the world, that if we want to ignite our passion, that we shouldn't necessarily tie money to it. I understand the intention because the intention is, Don't put that kind of stress on yourself. Maybe you're not meant to be a business owner. Maybe you are, um, you know, this is just your passion, which is totally fine. But if someone had told me that when I was like teetering, right, like right on the edge of, do I do this because I didn't go to art school. I took classes in college, but I didn't go to art school because I didn't think I'd have a career with it. I didn't think I was a good artist. I mean, I guess a part of me knew that I had something, right? I started, uh, I keep wanting to share with you and I will, I pulled out my portfolio images of early work. I was like, dang, I had something. I'm glad I followed this passion. But there was a whole window of time where I didn't think or categorize myself in this way. Creative, yes, but not really like I'm an artist, I'm a painter, no. And so if someone had said to me, and maybe they did, because this is really common anyway. It's a common belief, like don't attach that to your living because it might ruin it for you. I might have said no. So be aware when you're being discerning and you're listening to people, right? Stay open, be discerning, ask yourself questions around that. Don't just assume because someone is a best-selling author or that they have a million Instagram or a million TikTok followers, that somehow they have all the answers. Um, we don't. All, we don't have all the answers. But what we can do—none of us do—the human experience is complex, and following your passion is complex. However, it is so worth it. It is so worth it. Whether to that point. Whether you choose to make it a business or not, that is up to you. I just believe that whatever you can do, you wanna cultivate that passion, you wanna access it. If you don't feel, <clears throat> excuse me, if you don't feel like you know what it is, I know that you here probably do because we're, we're artists and it's creative business uh, coaching over coffee that we're gonna get into in just a moment. Then, you know, you want to You want to listen for the sparks, that, the inspiration that start to pull you, which is honestly how I began all this journey. I wasn't teaching business. I didn't even know if I could build a business. I just took everyone with me because I'm like, hey, I'm doing this thing. It's 2006. There's this thing called podcasting. I like to talk. So let me just tell you, I'm I'm a self-taught artist and I am going to see if this works." And it was a very compelling story. I had a lot of people following me very early in those days, and I just took everyone with me and they got to see me do it. And I was never pretending that it was anything that it wasn't. And so me attaching money to my artist journey is what got me to actually do it. If I didn't need it for my survival, I might have excused myself out of this business a million times and I do see it happen. I am not suggesting that we wanna be in survival mode to make our dreams happen, right? So I don't recommend that. I'm in a new stage of life where I'm like, let's stop the struggle, Marisa. We don't need to like make everything an uphill battle. There's some mindset stuff that I'm working on there so I don't recommend that for you, but I just encourage you to look at it from different angles. If you have all your financial needs met and you're, you're not pursuing your art, there's a lot of questions to ask yourself. Do you Are you unclear about why this a business? <laughs> I'm pausing because it keeps pausing. So hopefully you all can hear me. If you can just give me a thumbs up, that would be awesome. So I know that you can. So if you are doing this because you know that I'm going to make a living with this, like I said, there's a pretty good motivation there. And if not, and you're finding excuses to not dedicate yourself as a business owner would, who's a professional, right? Sometimes we still don't see ourselves as professionals, then that's, a question worth asking as well. But I really fired me up today. And think about if you wanna come on for coaching because I'm gonna ask you to request in any moment. We can talk about any topic. We can also talk about money if you would like to. The reason that I get so fired up about this is because I felt like it was this massive ceiling that everyone just wants to put on artists. And I keep thinking that we're done with it. And then I'm like, ah, we're not. You're not selling out if you sell your work. You're not selling out if you make commercial work. You're not squashing your soul if you're making money with your art. It's like, if you have just coming off of a financial training, listening to a CPA, Do I ever look at him and say, oh yeah, I'm sure he's, you know, he's not passionate about finances. There are people passionate uh, passionate about that. I am actually passionate about learning more as well at this stage of of my life, I'm so, I'm like, let's all be self-reliant and financially empowered. And yes, we can do that with work we love. Yes, we can. We can do that as women. We can do that as mothers. We can do that as wives, partners. We can do it however we want. But do I look at this person who's an accountant and dare say, is this your passion? And do you think that making money is going to maybe take it away. Maybe you shouldn't pursue that. I can't imagine. (laughs) I'm just like, what? So, So let's not have those conversations. Let's change the narrative because it clearly still needs to be changed. However, going back to what I was saying at the beginning, if you're listening and you're thinking, you know, I don't know, like maybe for you it does. Maybe the thought of turning this into a business does uh, squash your artistic soul, then maybe it's not right for you. And that is okay. I just caution you to be aware if that's just because you have resistance about building a business, which does require another skill set and requires different skill sets, which artists can actually be great at. It's creative, running a business. Or is it that you've bought into the narrative that people either took a really long time to get to their passion or people who, I don't know. I don't know why anyone would suggest this, but (laughs) these are my thoughts for you today. So I wanted to open with that. I would love to coach with you. So if you know how to do it, You just request to come on the live stream and we can do some coaching. We can, hopefully we can because it's pausing. I don't know why it's pausing today, but we'll roll with it. Yes, even that. What do you mean by even that, Jen? Which one are you referring to? Even that as a mindset shift, you can totally learn to change. I just came off of a three day <laughs> a three day supported fast and I'm having a coffee with milk today and I had an egg and it was delightful. It was delightful. So we can shift our mindset at any time. So it's, wait, I'm remembering It's not all, right? (laughs) You were on one of the coaching calls with me and she's asking, I'm interested in how you started getting collectors. How I started getting collectors was by going all in on this journey and by doing exactly what I said, I started podcasting and then I started sharing it on a blog, which today's equivalent would be um, Instagram. And because there was no Instagram or Facebook uh, or TikTok, oh my gosh, we got to talk about TikTok. We'll do one of these on TikTok. Um, we, It would be one of those, but because I didn't have any, I only had an email list. I only had an email list. I was uh, trained early to use my email list. So... My daily painting collectors, which that's how I did that process, I made a daily painting. It did two things. It did, it grew my voice as an artist that helped me develop that voice. And it also kept me consistent in my creative practice. It kept my audience consistent in connecting with me because I would post them on the blog, but I would always share them first to my email list and my email list grew no problem, grew organically. Now, it was a different time. This is 2006, do the math for me, 16 years ago. There wasn't as much going on online, okay? There was a small community of us who knew about each other, which by the way, we were very, very supportive back then. And I'm not saying we're not now, I'm just saying it was. It felt easier because there wasn't as much, and so we were we were sharing each other's work. I had a lot of design bloggers who really started to build their brand at the same time. Who kindly shared about my work, and you know it just helped grow everything. One of my uh, first creative friends in LA kindly shared about it to her creative friends, and it it grew. Um, I think I may have had as much as 2,000 listeners at one time, and I had a company that was also helping to get sponsors. They were way ahead of their time. They thought podcasting was going to be the next big thing, but they lost their venture capital, and so it it ended. And I, I continued it, though, by myself because I had learned enough to keep doing it. So, the simplest version, and we talked about this last week on, on The Coaching, which is now this week's podcast, and you can still see the video of last week here on Instagram, is that I shared my story and I, because I didn't know where it was going and because it's exciting to see people try things when they don't know and when the whole most of the world is telling them they can't, it's compelling. And you know, and then it, it shifts. It does shift as you grow. But these tools that we have are essentially the same thing. And if you are sharing your story and you are doing it from, I just want to share this other really cool thing that came up this week, not from a place of vulnerability, vulnerability per se because I shared a really deeply personal story on my email today. And I just wanna thank you for your notes so far. We will continue that conversation for sure. From a place of of truth that has a resonance with people. I think we get really confused about how much personal, how personal do we get? Um, That's dependent. There isn't a formula for that. Is your story something that you think can help someone else? Um, If it's vulnerable, that's okay, of course. And is it being spoken from such a place of truth that it creates a resonance with people? So the that I shared today is very connected to a lot of women, a lot, who experience something similar. The personal story that I shared about wanting to pursue a dream that I didn't think or know if it was possible for me, but I was willing to take a risk and go for it is universal. I think everybody has something inside of them that they want to bring to fruition or feel a purpose or a passion about. And so You know, when you can demonstrate that for someone, they're in with you because it's allowing them, it's kind of tapping into what they have for themselves. And this is what we do with our art. Who's coaching with me today? (laughs) I haven't forgotten. This is what we do with our art. I had someone write back to my personal email today and remind me, so she's not in the business world of Creative Thursday. She's a collector And she said, I still am so touched by the art that I bought from you when my aunt passed away. Something I made had this impact for her that she still resonates with, still appreciates. That is, that brings her comfort, soothing, um, less aloneness. That's worth everything, right? And I just share that with you as a reminder that we I have shared other different personal experiences along my journey because as artists, it is personal. My work is per- Do I want to be professional and gracious and thoughtful? Am I here to air dirty laundry? No. Do I want to help you? Yes. Does that sometimes make me uncomfortable, especially with the personal conversations I'd like to have going forward? Totally, totally. But because I know it's going to help at least one person, then I know that I have to do it. And it's the same with our art because we know that it may impact one person. And with an original, that's all it needs to happen, right? It just needs to impact one person who wants to own it. It is worth it. That's why we do what we do. That's why we step outside of the comfort zone that we. Uh, that we're, our humanness wants us to stay in, that's why we do it because it's worth it. And then, just to bring it full circle, for you who are wanting to say, you know, is this right for me to attach making money to it? Is it worth it to grow that? And then to take that money and impact even more people. Gosh, there's so many areas I'm wanting to go into. And I was just scrolling back to the comments where um, Jen said, I mean, the idea that the biz side of things that can kill your creativity, that can change, which is what you're saying. Yes, we just, we owe it to ourselves. And even when you're listening to me today, do the same with me. Run what I'm saying through your own lens of openness, not fear, not fear. If you feel, if you feel really triggered, that might be fear speaking first, but just run it through when you're in a good place, run it through what feels right for you. We are, you know, we are looking outside of us a lot. And like I said, it's, phenomenal I'm like where where was everyone where were they i'm so glad that there's so many people speaking up and then sometimes i remind myself you've always known what you need to do so just do it and you know and share that with others because it's just been part of who i am and what i intend to do in this world and anytime i try to squash that for other reasons I am like, oh, you just can't. You just got to show up. So that's why I'm here. And who is going to be brave? (laughs) I know. I'm like, I hope I'm not so fiery today that I am scaring you away. How can I help you? You are also welcome to drop a question in the comments like Nara did. But how can I help you today? Bring it. Like, we don't have time to waste on let's post more to social media. We talked about that last week. You got to do it if you want to grow. But there's there's deeper things to these conversations. So let me know when you're just feeling like, oh, <laughs> like, is this right for me, Marisa? How am I going to make it through? Or... Oh my gosh, I had a breakthrough and it was incredible. And I'm so glad I stuck with it. Yeah, we are just trying to make a living doing what we love. And Jeanette, um, one thing that we can all do, and this takes practice, is to just claim it now, right? We are making, doing what we love. We are. We're not trying and we're not just trying. We are. There is, what was the saying I was making before? Leap and the net will appear, that's it. Leap and the net will appear. Well, the thought process behind that is a lot of times we have to, um, Laura, I see you. I'm coming for you for some coaching. Um, A lot of times we have to believe before. We do, we do. And I know there's some nuances there. We have to believe in it before we actually realize it. And that can be very challenging, especially when that's tied to your finances. So I know this on a very deep level. I wish I didn't, but it's also why I get so passionate about helping you is because I'm like, gosh, if I can make it through that, and if I can if I can help someone through that process, that can happen as artists, especially because so many people still want to tell us what our world and our business and everything is supposed to look like, then it's worth it. Again, but I love—I actually did lose my train of thought <laughs> talking about um, talking about the money side. It will come back to me, but. We have to decide that we are, oh, I remember. Thank you, Jeanette, for your comment. We have to just start claiming what it is that we want to live, we have to claim it now. And it might feel a little awkward, like am I just uh, saying an affirmation and do I not really believe this? Which if you don't, it's worth thinking about, uh, journaling about, this is where talking with a coach is so helpful. If you're in a safe space, I don't know that I believe this for myself yet, someone who's further ahead, then you can kind of give you a hand and just pull you forward. It's so important. But when we just pay attention to the language that we are stating, putting out into the world, um, staying kind of in the same place, I have seen artists make progress, and then they say, I made this progress, but I didn't get this. What is the but? You made the progress. Give it a minute. It's like, it's like, yes, we're gonna celebrate what it is that we achieved, but but we're gonna keep putting we're gonna keep putting the lid on that pot. And we're we're gonna keep remembering, but that this didn't work. And I see it so clearly now because I know I've done that at one point. I see it so clearly. It's like lean into what's working. That's why we do our Thursday thrills and the expansive artist. Lean into that. Don't make a butt about it. Put your attention there. There are highs and lows in business. There are cycles. There are cycles in the economy. There are seasons. That is normal. But we all have to focus on that. In fact, I'll coming on for you, James, who I was just referring you to BBD, he's one of the coaches I sat with uh, for a couple of days this week. And he was talking about how he was in a group and he was like, he was in a mastermind now with some of the, like 15 years ago, with some of the top leaders in the online teaching and marketing space. And he's like, they kept having wins. And I was like disappointed. And I have definitely been that person, but I've also been the tortoise, (laughs) so watch out because I didn't even get started yet in this life, I'm telling you right now. Um, And I've had my own successes, right? But because I've been that person of like, yes, I wrote a book, (laughs) oh, it wasn't a bestseller though. Yeah, but I did write a book. I did. I'm pretty proud of that. He was talking about how a lot shifted for him when he said, instead of, you know, I have to do this, like I have to post on social media. I have to send an email list. This is the artist talking, not him. I don't know what his had to at the time was. And turned it into, I get to. These are little shifts but they're so powerful. I get to be an artist. I get to build a business as an artist. Do you know how amazing that is today? Do you know how amazing this is? It's incredible that we get to do this. All right. Um, oh, yes, Nara. That's right, you hang in. You sold one painting and cards. That's like people who say, but I only have a couple hundred Instagram followers. You have a couple hundred Instagram followers. (laughs) Do you ever use, have you ever heard this metaphor? Put them in your house. It's a lot of people. We have to really pay attention to this because it's so easy to compare and then make ourselves feel bad. Cause that's what we're doing. We're making ourselves feel bad. And and then we stop doing what we're doing. It shuts us down and that's sad, right? So that's why I have to <laughs> preach to you today, Jeanette. <laughs> that's why I have to preach to you because I, I need this for me too. And, you know, Nara, I don't know if you know the story, but I sold one card an entire holiday season when I was making no money in the 10 Women Gallery, which I just drove by Santa Monica. The first one is still there. And it was really hard. It was the first painting I made. I still have it. I'm not gonna get up and get it for you at this moment. It was one of the first paintings I made. It's a Gerber daisy. It's more abstract and very colorful. Imagine that. And I was like, okay, I don't know if I can do this. Cause I had chairs, hand painted chairs in the gallery that were hundreds of dollars. And those weren't necessarily selling. People in LA don't necessarily like bold, bright colors. I think they do more now, but this was uh, 17 years ago, not, not so much. Except for Blake Mykowski, the founder of Tom's. He bought one. That's a separate story. It was an amazing day. He wasn't the founder of Tom's, then I did not know who he was. Just a nice person that came and bought my art. And that the story I told, I posted it on Instagram, is that I have since made one card for Papyrus that it has to have sold. I still get royalties off it. It has to have sold over over seven figures, I'm saying it again, because we paused. I mean, it doesn't matter is what I'm saying. You get to decide where this goes. And if something only sells a little bit in one location, then you might be at the wrong location. And, or you might want to, and Nora, I've seen your work. And so I'm like, I think you're at the wrong location. All right, Laura, are you still with me? I'm going to come. Thank you for your patience.
1: Yeah, but this is my first time like joining someone on their live, so I figured this was a good space for my first time. Doing- right,
0: I forget that. I forget that it takes a bra- It takes bravery to come on live, doesn't it? Especially if it's not your own stream. You're like, what am I in for? <laughs> so- I admire you all, and you, you, you know why. Uh, it's especially good to see you today, and thank you. Yes. For your-
1: yes, yes. So good to see you too. And I'm thinking about you. Thank um, you. I'm about to be really vulnerable right now and sell and share a couple failures. Okay, and about <laughs> I don't mean to sound so excited, right. but I'm like, yes, let's okay. talk about the real stuff. Let's talk about the real deal. I'm hoping this might be helpful for other people to, to here and i'm one I'm, I'm looking for coaching about where, where i go next okay. so you know that i tried to launch a quilt membership and did you actually open the doors do i know I, this i did like a while back it's been several months but it failed because no one
0: joined all right well first okay. things first laura i bought one of your zipper pouches that yeah I love. yeah why do i not get any emails
1: well, right, Marisa, you're on today. So my second failure is that I have an email list that I don't email regularly. I'm almost
0: embarrassed to admit this today. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Let me see how many people feel like they're in Laura's <laughs> camp and they are not emailing regularly. You can drop an emoji. We will not judge you. I'm here to support you and encourage you. Can you believe
1: it? So I can't even use the excuse that I don't have a list because I have
0: a list you have a list. And so did, did I just not get the email or did I just not know that this was, or did did I, did you not tell me that this was happening?
1: I mean, I, I'm almost certain I must've emailed my list. Yes. Like at least once. Oh, that once
0: you emailed once. I know. (laughs) Well, that should be enough, right? Because I know know, maybe 20 that if you're, if you have a a smaller list, you can be as high as some people are so good at email, even with bigger lists, like 40% is great. If you can get 40% of your list to open, um, but 30%. So let's just say on average, you know, 30%, that's all that's going to see that. Right. You gave 30% of your list, the chance.
1: I did. I think I and I I think I might have emailed about
0: it more once. than once. And you I, gave them once. You gave thirty percent of your list the chance to join you one time.
1: Yeah, and I think I went live a couple times and I definitely posted about it on my Instagram. And I've got a good number of followers on Instagram, which I understand doesn't necessarily convert, right? Like Well,
0: if you so I don't think you were here last week or you, maybe you had a chance to listen. It's like 1.9 to it kind of, it ranges like 3% of Instagram is gonna see it. And if it's not a real, also are you remembering to repurpose your lives and download them and put them into IGTV or the video? I don't
1: know, I think so, but I admittedly also have not gone live in a while. So I, I launched, it didn't work, then I regrouped. And so now I'm at the place where I'm trying to figure out, so what do I do next? Do I try to do something different? I want to teach people do I do a class like maybe I should just start a little smaller maybe I should just like pull the reins back a little bit
0: right and also what what did you definitely my feeling would be don't do something else you didn't give this a chance if you feel called to do this like you you did a great job, Laura. First, I just want to acknowledge you did great in that you got this going, you put it out there, you showed up in all the places. Yeah. And what I would encourage you to do is to do it again and to show up in all the places more. Yeah. Ahead of time. Yeah. And if you, what I was also going to ask you was what was your launch method? Did you do, did you just do lives on Instagram or did you actually have an opt-in where people could come into your teaching world, your email that way?
1: Yeah, it's interesting. So I do have a couple opt-ins and they've helped grow my list for sure. Right. Like the opt-ins are are working. I think I mentioned that to you before, after hearing it from you and others such as Stu McLaren and Amy Porterfield, just to use names, I finally realized we yeah, love them. Yeah. <laughs> it actually works. So, so, it does. And when you it, dial it in, it's great. Yeah. So I do have a couple options. One is a free pattern that I created that I'm happy to share with people like PDF pattern of a sewing pattern, patchwork, sewing pattern. And the other one is just a, a a tools list to get started quilting. People who want to get started, like must have tools that I use. So, so I collect emails from both of those opt-ins. Okay. I'm still getting trickles, right? Like, I mean, every few days I get a new subscriber. So fantastic. So, 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 so the people that, that, opt-in on those opt-ins are primarily my audience, right? Those are the people that would be, that are getting the emails that I send out about join my membership or check out my new work or whatever
0: I'm sending messages about. So let me, I sort of did a thing because I've worked with Laura. (laughs) So that's why I'm like playing with her joking with her. And she knows, she, I do knows, know. I love, I, she knows I love yeah. her. So, yeah. so I, but I did a thing where I was like, Laura, just do it again. But I want to ask you what, what feels right for you? What would you say to you in terms of your next steps?
1: Yeah, it's interesting because recently I was thinking, maybe try just doing a class right like over zoom right to get people interested in something like english paper piecing i was thinking something like that like do i warm people up by offering something that's easily accessible right like not a lot of barriers to that entry like you know charge a small fee to show people more about who i am and what i'm offering do i try that next or do i totally regroup I had sort of thought about like maybe my next step is just doing something like that like on a smaller scale
0: well that's where I was asking you about your launch method because that would be something that initially I wouldn't make it paid at first but you can as you grow okay okay do it do make a little workshop but I recommend doing, I find the creative audience really enjoys, like we love our challenges, right? We love that we get to do a little each day for a few days. And so it would be really fun if you took people through a challenge and you had a a Facebook group to support it. You don't have to keep it going. It's just for that time. And people who opt in get to come and work with you. And then you open your membership. Yeah. Okay. I like that idea. Because they will want to continue with you. They will. And you don't want to say, oh, right, it's closed now, but I'll open it again later, you know. And that's where, because you went through TME with Stu, like there's all kinds of methodology there that can help you dial it in. And if it's not something that you're used to doing, like let's just remind everybody, these are skills that we need to learn (laughs) I keep I remember I'm like oh gosh it's taken me almost two years to start to get certain marketing skills business skills like I got myself to a certain point but there's so much more for me to learn and why do I think that just by listening to it once that that means I've got it it's like no we have to practice just like if we're going to be a quilter I've taken my quilting classes. I've made my quilting. I mean, that is a skill. It's an amazing skill. And it does not happen with, you know, overnight. You practice your sewing. You practice your piecing. You practice choosing fabrics. There's all kinds of beautiful elements. And for some reason, when we think of it in creative terms, it seems fun. And when we think of it into business, sometimes it doesn't seem fun because we want it to go faster. But there's no way to bypass the trying and experimenting. So again, massive congrats. This is not a failure, Laura. This is a step in the direction of your success. And I appreciate your honesty and your bravery coming on because this happens way more than we realize that it does. And so because you learned these lessons and because you came and asked for help, you can now see, oh, well, I probably want to do more than I did to let people know because 3% on Instagram are seeing it. Mm -hmm. You know, my email I sent once because what you would want to do is download those videos. You know, I would do lives ahead of your workshop, telling people it's coming Mm -hmm. download the videos and Instagram Mm -hmm. and get the link on Instagram and send it to your list because not everyone's here. Mm-hmm. And when you are even more, if you have the time, I know you're juggling a lot, but this is just for everyone. If you do live videos, you can take parts of your video and you can also make it a reel and it is okay that you have it as a video and now you're going to make a reel because again, only a small percentage of people are going to see it. You know, we probably don't do it the day after but we can do it a week after we can have a little snippet of what was a highlight from your video. And I just remind everybody just top of mind for Instagram, that's where you're going to get the most views. So anything that you can do with reels, just go for it. It does not need to, be perfect, and it will be messy. I just am um, doing TikTok. <laughs> I restarted with a fresh account because that was advice given. Just go fresh; it's better. So I did, and I like messed up the type because I don't know the new editor. I have to learn. Oh, I have to learn again. Oh mm-hmm. I have to learn the learning editor. So we just have to try these things, you know. So, I like, what I think, yeah, go. Yes, ahead. Great.
1: No, I think that's great. And I, because I do want to, I I was thinking quite earnestly about offering a class. I, you know, the community aspect that I'm really interested in, of course, you know, instead of just sitting in my own little world creating, I'd love to teach others how to do it if they want to learn and then also be able to share with one another. So I was thinking about a class and now I like how you framed it in a way that I could do an introductory class at no cost as a way for people to get to know me, right? And then mm-hmm. offer something that's paid later if they want to join that.
0: Yeah, but if you really are going to do that, you want to go ahead and lead them into your membership. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, just do it again. It's, it's okay if it doesn't work the first time. That doesn't mean it's time to reinvent the wheel. It, it means that you just get to do something different and better this time. And that will continue. Every single time. That's why, you know, on that side of the business, and we want to be doing this with our art as well, we all track our metrics so that we know, oh, well, if I made this much doing this, and then, you know, if I'm investing in Facebook ads or anything, that you're able to start gauging how it's going to play out for you. And so each time we pay close attention to how it's all evolving.
1: Yeah. I need to dive deeper into metrics. I mean, I know I can do that because I have a Instagram business account. So I know that, like, I know it's there. And I've been also not as not taking as much initiative there as I should. Yeah. I'm yeah. Being right I mean, about, about all the things that I haven't been doing.
0: <laughs> it's okay. We know you have to invoice just survive. We know you have a full-time job. Uh, we know that you are doing all the things. And so Be kind to yourself, because from my perspective of having the opportunity to work with you, you're doing awesome. You're doing it. You probably don't see how far you've come, but I do.
1: Well, thank you. I appreciate that, because it is hard, right? It's We're hard on ourselves, I think, so we we don't necessarily recognize the progress from, from, you know, I was on Etsy, I think, in 2008, so when I think about that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Things have yeah. changed. Yeah.
0: Now you're jumping on lives. You're talking about launches <laughs> and oh, no. what this will go up in a podcast. Hopefully the recording comes out. Okay. Cause there are a lot of pauses, but let's give you a plug as well. So you're swing kitten handmade, right? Is that? I am.
1: Got it. Yeah. www.swingkittenhandmade.com is my website where I sell my work. Um, and can and,
0: uh, people sign up to be on your wait list for when you do this special class for quilting
1: they could sign up on my email list on my website
0: okay but do you have a specific button that also says wait list and do you have any imagery that says that you're working on this
1: um I don't have one right now but I did have one so I can make it available on my link tree on my on my uh at lulusos instagram account yes free, then it'll take you to that.
0: that. Yeah. And make sure that there's something visible and clear on your homepage, even for us who, so we're talking to Laura about a teaching opportunity that I know more of you are doing that I'm also so passionate about helping you with, you know, for those of us who sell both products and also have learning opportunities we just have, it's okay to have it in the same place, especially initially, you don't need to be managing two websites, but you just want to make sure that it's clear, you know, that here's where you can learn from me. Here's where you can buy my art. Like even just that simple, but I like to put things on the homepage about the teaching as well that people can opt into.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. I definitely, I have used Flowdesk, so I had created a landing page previously when I tried launching. So I can just do that again, create yeah. that.
0: Well, Laura, we're going to go you. immediately to the expansive artist Q and A. So you'll, I hope that you'll see us over there. Cause I know there were a lot of questions yeah. um, that are really good ones. And oh, yeah, Jeanette says, Laura, I want an iPad holder sleeve. And um, oh my gosh, I'm going to miss thank some you. of the comments that are on here. But yes, Laura, thank you so much. And thank you, Marisa, thank you. always. Yeah, thank you for being brave today. I appreciate you. Thanks for being an awesome member of our community, too. We, we love having you there. Thank
1: you. And thanks. And I'll see you over on Expansive Artists. Okay.
0: (laughs) I'll see you in a minute. Oh, Jeanette says, Laura, I bought your pouches too. And I love them. Laura's pouches are amazing. Oh, and there's a whole conversation happening. And I wish that I could see everything. But I am going to uh, hop over to the Expansive Artists. And I'm thinking about doing this again next week. Um, I may have, and I'll share more of this at some point. I may have a surgery two weeks from now. So I'm thinking about squeezing one more in next Thursday. And um, that way we'll have three chances to connect. So if you'd like to come back next Thursday, if you're like, okay, maybe I'm feeling brave. and I want to come on and do some coaching. Especially, I know if you haven't met me before, you might be like, oh, you can get to know me on the podcast, Creative Thursday with Marisa. That's probably the best way. You can also get to know me. I do have a lot of videos like this in the video section on Instagram. You can search Creative Thursday. (laughs) There is a blog that was started in 2006. Not all the image links are still there. I don't know why. But you can actually look at my entire journey. At 2018, I paused that blog and then I took it over to the podcast. And so let's make it a date, shall we? We'll do this next Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time. We'll have another coffee. It's great to be with you. I hope that this was helpful and I'll see you soon. Bye. Creative Thursday is recorded by me, Marisa. You can find all things Creative Thursday at creativethursday.com and learn about how I can support you in building and growing your thriving artist business at creativethursdaycourses.com. Be sure to hit subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it drops. And if this episode has inspired you, share it with a friend and fellow creative and leave a positive review so that more listeners can be introduced to the Creative Thursday message and mission to empower artists to know their worth, value their work, and consistently artfully sell to their ideal collectors online so that they can make more beautiful art, all in support of living a life they love. Coming together as a creative community, we uplift and support one another while encouraging and being an example for more people all over the world to dream big and believe in what is possible for them.